Whether it's talk about the state of hockey. Just conversing about the world of professional wrestling. Oh my god! You know what? You just made the list! Oh no! Oh, here we go. Or other pop culture phenomenon. Rob and Dave give you, the listener, their uncensored opinions on the High Sticks and Super Kicks Podcast. The first period starts right now. Welcome, one and all. Hi, Sticks and Super Kicks Podcast, your home for the perfect blend of hockey and professional wrestling with your pals, Rob and Dave. Hello. <sighs> it's a, it, it's it, a devil's heavy. Yes, it's a it's our crease-to-crease crease show. But I would be remiss about not talking about WrestleMania. Yeah, I have that on the prep for next week. Oh, okay. <laughs> for the next pay-per-view. For the next pay-per-view. It was just too long. That's all I have to say. We can get into That's it. We'll get into it next week. Jesus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we've gone ahead and dedicated this week's show to all the ins, the outs, and everything in between of your favorite New Jersey Devils team. So, f- folks, if you're listening outside of the metropolitan area and you're not a New Jersey Devils fan, thank you for the download. And I totally understand if you delete it or don't want to listen to it because it's so heavy. We are going soup to nuts. Yeah, we're really not talking about the playoffs or anything like that. No. Or, or wrestling. So if you're here to listen to wrestling and where we think the storylines are going after WrestleMania, come in next week. <laughs> come back next week. But please, keep this downloaded. We really appreciate it. So, where would you like to... Oh, let's start off with number one. Hard, hardy, I hardy. thought you would have had to celebrate. No, a, no. No, well, no. We're running slash skating with the <laughs> Devils today. But, uh, yeah, we won the number one pick again. You know it's how rigged, I, man. It's rigged. Do you know how I knew we were going to win? Um, let me go back to my... No, how did you... Catherine uh, <laughs> Tappan wearing red and black. <laughs> I, as soon as I saw her, I was like, Catherine Tappan's wearing red and black. We won this fucking draft. They and then they show Ray Shiro... When they were doing the intro of all yeah, the, like, the laughing, and he was laughing, I was like, "Oh, we so won!" No, but he didn't know at that point. He didn't know. He didn't know, but the GMs yeah. and everybody knew. I heard there was an interview on Thirty One Thoughts with Shiro, um, Hugh Weber, Hugh Weber, uh, Jim Benning, like all of, and they Hugh Weber was the best one. Mm-hmm. Hugh Weber Weber was talking about. He goes, "Yeah, it's kind of like you're meeting." The president, he goes, they take all the owners and put all the owners in a room. 
and they take their cell phones. They, they take put their them in cell bags. phones. Yeah, they take. He goes, they take everything, and he goes, they have some light refreshments. He goes, but you could see the look on everybody's face is like, I hope I get it, like like it's the fucking chorus line. How's that for some culture fans? Um, that they really hope that they get the first round pick, but that happens almost, and they know in hour before it goes on tv and they can't talk to their gms or anything like right. that so there's the gms just sitting there mingling and meanwhile fucking hugh weber's jumping up and down like like a kid on christmas <laughs> right behind the uh, investigator's window where you can see your reflection but you can't see yeah him. <laughs> like like doing trying to do yeah, sign language we won thumbs up but if you look at they actually brought up a a, a graphic about if you look at when we won the pick two years ago and this pick, the same like top four picks were all the same. We get the first. Metropolitan got the second. Um, a central in the West got the third. Yeah, and they jumped Colorado up. got the fourth. Yeah. Well, yeah. All Colorado fans are jumping up and down saying it's a fix that, you know, they wanted it to go to a big market team. Like New Jersey is in a big market. But we are not the big market team. There's a video, there about a 10-minute video that they put out there, that Angel put out there, about how they go about yeah. this whole thing. And I watched about eight minutes because about the eight-minute mark is when we won, and I said, I don't care anymore. There is no way you fudge no. that thing. As many people as you have in that room and the ping-pong ball thing and everything else, there's no way you can fudge that. But we get the first pick. So what do we talk about? Who the fuck do we pick? Yeah, it, you know what? It, because who we pick really depends on all the other moves we make in the offseason. If you take but Hughes here's the thing, overall. You, you draft first. Like, you, 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 you don't sign free agents or anything. You draft first. The draft is what, June twenty first? Yes. And then free agency is July first. Right, but so like you may have a game like Oh, you have a game plan for July first and now you now you have Kako or Hughes. It's gonna be Hughes. I, it's gonna be Hughes. So we all right, so let's talk about that. So we go with Hughes because that's the most popular pick, right? Yeah. There's a lot of fluff behind it between Hines uh, I mean not Hines, uh Shiro and Hughes' dad and the fact that Hines coached Hughes in the um in the what the U.S. national kids yeah. national stuff, so like there, there's all that stuff there. Now, the other guy, Kako, Kako Kapo Cuckoo, is from everything that I've read is more or less like when you say like NHL ready because he's playing with like he's playing steroids, with men. right? He's right. playing with men in Finland. Now, rewind a couple years ago, you're having the same conversation between Nico and Nolan. Nolan, uh, Nolan was hurt all the time, and then there was Nico. Hughes has an injury thing, and then there's Kako. Like, and depending on who you pick, where do you? All right, you pick Hughes, right? That's that's a natural center. And I'm, I, I guess, I read some things too that they, not to say it's a perfect match, but like Hughes can potentially be like a next Sidney Crosby esque type of yeah, player. I don't, I don't where, believe it when people say shit like that. But. At least maybe to have that impact, okay? You get Hughes, you're not putting him on the wing. You're putting him as a number two center. Now you bump Zajac down one. Where do you put Zaka? Do you put Zaka on the wing? You're not putting Zaka on the fourth line. It, the f- all, it all depends on what Shiro's plan is mm-hmm. going forward. Do you think this absolutely blows up his like free agency? Like, 
or or I, not I've, all of it, but I, like a I, good, a high percentage. Yeah, I know that there's a lot of of the other websites, devil websites like Pitchforks and whatever the hell it's called, mm-hmm. where they're like, if we draft Hughes, it'll help us in free agency because people will want to come here and play with him. All right, first of all, he's not Crosby, he's not McDavid, he's not Austin Matthews. He, I mean, he's as of now, he has the potential to be a very good, whether it's it's Hughes or or. Kaku. Yes. Okay. They're very good, but they're also 18 years old. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hughes has broken all these records, and and Kapu has played against men and and done really really well. If I'm a veteran like like Jordan Eberle, I'm not coming to New Jersey because you've got some young kid. I've been there. I've done that. <laughs> okay. Why would I want to go play with another 18 year old mm-hmm. with potential when I could stay? In Long Island and, and play with Matt Barzell, who has shown his potential, mm-hmm. or go somewhere else where I could make a boatload of money. Um, yes, it, 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 I'm sure that there are players who will look at this as an opportunity to play top two lines with Nico and Hughes as top two centers, but I don't think it's as big a selling point as people say. I think if we're going after a top six forward, we can easily turn around and go, look at our lines. You're either going to play with Taylor Hall on the top line or you're going to play with Kyle Palmieri on the next line. Mm-hmm. And you're going to play top two minutes. You're going to play top six minutes. You're going to play top two power play minutes. You know, you're going to have every opportunity to succeed here. This isn't your old defense, defensive devils where you're going to score 15 goals and 30 assists. It, you're going to have every opportunity to succeed. That's the selling point, not playing with these kids. No. And what sucks is having the first pick is all of the pressure is on us. Yes. And what makes it doubly worse is who's picking number two is the Rangers picking two. So whoever we don't pick, <laughs> they're getting our sloppy seconds. Um, it, Sean Avery. Uh, but it's, yeah, it's it's one of those. And I even threw it out there on, on Twitter. I go, okay, like as Ray Shiro is there added pressure because now you have to pick the guy who's not going to burn you for the rest of his career because he's across the river and rivalry yeah, I, games and everything else. And he said, everybody's a rival. I read somebody else asked him that question or somebody asked mm-hmm. Amanda Stein or something and every the, but okay. From a, from a fan perspective, oh, yeah, you got to knock this one out of the park because you don't want to have schmucks from the other side, the asshole fans or the Ranger fans, I, rubbing it in your face yeah. the whole time because you picked the wrong guy. I think it's for both teams, which is pretty Look, cool. I think for both teams, there it's both can't miss. Yes. We take Kaku, it's a, it's, it's we a take win-win. Hughes, it's a win-win for us and the Rangers. Yes. And you know, and it, it's an awesome marketing. Yes. And it makes... So it makes our rivalry so much better considering both we're now both in some type of rebuild. We both suck according to our fans. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was a hell of a video. <clears throat> and that was close to our section. Yeah. That, so that was a we missed that one. Oh shucks. <laughs> Golly. That's a tough one. Um you know what? I, I just my gut tells me this is another Nico Nolan thing and I I, I don't think it's Nico Nolan because I think it's more and maybe not as talented, but it's more of an Austin Matthews line. Do you want the guy that'll make your team all around better 
which I would assume is a Hughes-Matthews kind of comparison? Right. Or do you want a guy who is just going to put pucks in the net? Win or lose, he's going to put pucks in the net, and that's your Kapu line A kind of comparison because that's that's both what these guys do. Hughes will make your team better. He's not going to score as many goals, and he's he's going to do a lot of setup. He's going to get a lot of attention. Right. But his his stardom is going to shine more on other people than just him. Yeah. Than Kapu like Line A, where his star shining is on him. See, now if you if you go back to our last championship run with with Kovey, right? It was like Kovey and the rest of the team. Like I didn't I it was great to watch it. It was great to experience it. Looking back on it, I don't think I'd want that. I want the whole team. I want the one guy to balloon the whole team to play better. Yeah, and I think I mean looking at Hines not Hines's uh, Shiro's track record with Pittsburgh He's going to go with the two skilled centers like he did in Pittsburgh. He got Crosby. I'm not saying Nico or Hughes or Crosby, right. but he got Crosby, got Malkin, bang, bang. There's your number. He actually had three really good centers in his time because he had Malkin, Crosby, and Jordan Stahl. And, I mean, if you look at our lineup now, you've got Hughes, right. Nico, right. And if you put Zaka as the third center, there's your Jordan Stahl. Because he's good defensively, and we've seen that he's got offensive potential, yeah. potential, but he hasn't hit it yet. And right. Jordan Stahl was the same way, probably around his age. I mean, I think Jordan Stahl hit like maybe 20, 25 goals in his first like two years, but then it stepped off and he became a solid defensive. See, it's it's weird when everybody bitches about Shiro and, and this and that. And, and by the way, we can get into us when we get into the the next topic after or the two topics after this. If you look at how Pittsburgh was, right? It's one of those where where Shiro and and the head coach were fired because they just they couldn't get past that hump. But you look at after he left, all those players that he drafted came to fruition. Yeah, he he and, had his fingerprints. All over that team. What did he say in the in the, um, in the one interview with um, um, in this sweet thing with with what's her name? Um, that the last guy that he in that one year he got Crosby first and somebody else last pick of the draft, and it was a, like the first time ever that the first and last pick in a draft played in the Stanley Cup final game or something yeah. like that. Like and and at a not at one of those guys who was a healthy scratch played. He played and he was a great yeah. player. And he and you know you look at. He's the guy that drafted probably Matt Murray. He's the guy that drafted mm-hmm. your Jake Gensel. He's the guy that Jake, traded. Jake Gensel, I think, is the one yeah. that he was talking He's about. He's the guy that traded for um, Hornquist to play with Crosby. He's the guy that traded for Phil Kessel. You know, like his his hands were all over that. And, yeah, you know what? You can't fire the team, so you had to fire the GM and the mm-hmm. coach. And I'm sure that Ray got fired because he didn't fire Blasma yeah. sooner. Yeah. Simple as that. So now we move on to... Uh, we're not going to project our lineup yet. Okay. I think it's... To, talk to me after July. Okay. We'll, mean, do, we'll, do a, we'll do a midsummer's... Uh, Eve? Yes. <laughs> it's minty fresh. <laughs> All right, so let, let's let's do a little who go, who goes who stays. Okay, we'll go from top to bottom, literally. Shiro. Well, he um, resigned. <laughs> but, and this is a big but, 
and this is coming from my fan side of it, okay? Like like we were saying, he had like a five-year plan or whatever. This season is where he needs to put up or shut up. We need to be a top 15 team this season. This team, after this draft is over, after this free agency period is over, moving forward has to be the team. It's got to be the team. Obviously, you put in pieces when you need to, but it's got to be the core that moves forward, not to put us back 14 years in a row in the playoffs. I'd love that, but be more consistent, be more winning, whatever. Like you said, top 15, sure. I I think the only way Shiro gets shit-canned is if, A, he doesn't negotiate with Hall or try to get Hall, which I, I think he's going to, try to get Hall before... Next he, year, yeah. He, yeah, before he wants the test. Or B, he can't get Hall signed and he trades him for shit. Which I don't think he would do. If he if he trades Hall for like a first round pick, a shitty prospect, and a shitty roster player, that's it. We're fucked. Yeah. Yeah. We're fucked. So he's and he just recently, what the day after the season was over, signed a a, a, a multi-year extension. Of course, they don't say what the multi-year is, but um, we'll go down to Coach Hines, head coach. Uh, he signed a multi-year deal. I don't see this team quitting on him. They didn't. I mean, you played with the you played a Binghamton team versus teams that were going to the playoffs, and you did fairly well. You didn't win every single yeah. game. You played fairly well, and you you didn't get blown out ten nothing every game. And and. You know, veterans were going, when's my flight to fucking Disneyland? I don't, unless the team totally falls apart. Unless we lose, like, the first eight games of the next season, I think he's pretty stable. I would say that, too. Now we go to assistants. Um, we'll save the obvious ones for last. Um, Coach Greer? I think he's just a, he's the in-between between, <laughs> he's the in-between the players and the coaches, like I think, I don't think he's drawing up X's nose. No, I think right. he's the the guy on the ice that's getting his feet wet into coaching. He's the player rep between on ice right. and coaching staff. Okay, um, Rick Kowalski, um, what he did, uh, he put up the power play stuff, right? I don't like it, but I'm sure he'll stay because he's been with our team for a while. I think Roly Melanson, our goalie coach, needs to go fucking bye bye. <laughs> really? I don't think bring Terreri back. But I think we need a new goalie coach because ever since he's got here, A, Corey's hasn't hasn't done sucked. well. And Kincaid's not made done and, anything better than being And now we have a young potential future starter in Blackwood. I don't want you to fuck him up too. Okay. Who would you want to bring in? And not the guy in the marketing department. There's no, there is no fucking way you bring back Martin Brodeur to be a goalie coach because no. because that's no. just. I'd have to think about that. There's a lot of guys that are probably really good potential. What the fuck? Bring off Clemenson. Yeah, Clemenson. What the hell? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, see, like I, I'm a firm believer in if you're gonna be my coach, you you better have some fucking resume behind you. You you don't want to you don't want to have a, a tie to the organization. No no no. Almost. What I mean is like you better have something that I don't. Okay. You know you better have done something in your career. Patrick Waugh. Yeah, I don't think he's going to give up his GM job for his junior team. But there are rumors that he's going to probably be a head coach somewhere. 
this year. Yeah, wah. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Clemenson's played in the league, and maybe pros have a different outlook on it. It would be like if, if I was named a high school baseball coach. I've never fucking played baseball. Why would you listen to me if I was a player? Well, here's the funny thing. We're going out of sport here. Uh, the New York Mets had an assistant GM. The Cleveland Browns football team hired him to be part of their uh, or like their upper management. And like fucking Cleveland, it's like... Yeah, it's a shithole. You, you know, no, Cleveland's actually doing well from a personnel standpoint at this point. Like they're getting better. And that's after bringing in a non-football guy to run some kind of football operations. Right, but there's a difference in doing a business thing and me trying to fucking tell you how to shift the outfield or what pitches to throw. Gotcha. Okay. Um, I put him on the list because he was a coach for a week. Patrick Eliash. Did it wet the palate enough for him to want to coach us full time? Or is this no. one of those, he wants to get his feet wet yes. so he can coach over in Europe. Yeah. That's that. I take the latter. Yeah. yeah. Again, much like as much as we would love to have Stevens back or, mm-hmm. or to put Brodeur in a position where he's making decisions or helping, mm-hmm. you can't do that because, because, because you have to fire them. Yeah. You, there's, <clears throat> coaches are hired to be fired. Yep. And as much as I'd love Patrick Elias to take like Kowalski's spot and be a power play guy, maybe Elias sticks around as like the ro- an guy. outside consultant. Mm-hmm much like Columbus has right now with Martin St. Louis. Like he sits home and he watches their games and he takes notes and he goes out there like every couple of weeks to practice with them when, and show them like, here's what you should be doing. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's, it. that would be fine. And that's like a slow, a slow burn to get him into a coaching uh, mind frame. Yep. Cause you can't like throw Eliash onto the fucking, you know, national team as a head coach and go, here you go. Have fun. Well, he was, he was, uh, he was an, an assistant yeah. for the world juniors this year for the check. Um, so we put the last one cause I, we've heard this ad nauseum over the year. Uh, Elaine Nazardine. I, we both want him fired. Yes. Not fired. I just would like him to no longer be living. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No. Um, I would like him to no longer be a, part of our team somebody somebody brought it up on on uh, on twitter i think and said that they would love to see guy boucher as our defensive coach former head coach yeah. of the uh i don't think Hata, he would take, i don't think he would take that step down yeah i think you would have to find somebody that heinz was close with to be our assistant because he's friendly with nazardine he's a pittsburgh kind of pullover right and unless nazardine finds a job like who was the other guy that we had oh yeah um the guy who went to uh calgary or vancouver or wherever like unless we find like he finds something to go yeah that he wants he's not going anywhere i mean i'd like tommy abilene to be our defensive coach there's another one I, i i just think with who we have coming up I do not trust kids with Nazardine right. in, in a system because it's one of those. Correct. He, Nazardine may be a fine coach, but in the four years that he's been with us, I, I really haven't seen Severson take a big step. I haven't really seen Butcher take that big step. Like Defensively. Yeah. Defensively. I don't care how many goals you put in. Yeah, you know, it just needs you to You could be. still lose 9-8. <laughs> I, I, I think we're, we're on agreement with that. Um so those are a couple. I mean, coaching staff wise is not. I mean, coaching staff is a coaching staff. I mean, your big ones is your power play, which is Kowalski, and then Nazardine, your D. You're not firing a head coach. You're, you're defensive. You need help, 
and it's not the player. It's not the guys are coming, so we'll be fine. It's it's the teacher first, and the you system look, kind of. I mean, thing. you look and, at a team like Columbus right now. You look at Dallas. You look at. I'm trying to think. The Islanders, awesome example right now. Okay. How wrong were we? <laughs> Carolina. Um, you look at these teams. A lot of them have same things in common. They either have a really good power play and an okay defense or a really good defense and an okay power play. And this year the Devils, you could look at statistically, I guess, we were in the top ten, I think, in power play. But a lot of that was, I want to say we had like some of the least power play chances in the league. Right. And we were taking advantage of it, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's just me as a coach, like looking at how we set up our power play. It doesn't scare me. Our wings are on the offsides, you know, like Palmieri's not set up for the one time or Hall's not set up for a one timer. Our defensemen butcher in them. They don't shoot from the point other than Severson. We don't shoot from the point. We don't have a big body. I mean, in front, Brian Boyle is our big body in front, you know, like, Maybe set it up in a different way that so fresh suits us. Yeah. Get, get some fresh eyes on it. So there you go. All right, so let's talk about players. Uh, do you want to bring in cap stuff? Do you just want to bring in roster players and go yay-nay? Um, uh, we'll just go with roster players. I mean, we have a ton of cap space. I think we have something like $30 million. Let's see. As of right now, uh, a final cap hit for the season was 65 or A final cap... Final cap space was like 14 and a half. I think a total of 65. So so we have a lot of money to throw at somebody. Now, here's the thing. Do you want to throw money at a guy like a Jordan Eberle where uh, he's not going to be cheap when you have to risk paying Hall, Nico, you Butcher. know. It's Butcher. Not, I'm, on, I'm on the Vaughn and... Fan bus, so I'll say Vatnin too. Vatnin and Zaka next summer. Now I know, like, oh, you could sit there and go, Andy Green comes off the books. That's, that's what, a good that's, five plus million, and then that's what one player then, right? You know, Zajac comes off the books. Yeah, that's like that's so. Then that's two and a half players. Yeah, it, I mean, it's it's nice, but I think the way our team is going. It's going to be young. It's especially, like a slow burn kind of with money. And yeah. It's like, I think our, our, our we'll, we'll, I mean, let's just talk about who's gone first and then we'll, we'll okay. kind of project what our lineup will be. Okay. So we'll start off with um, forwards. Uh, Kenny Agostino, uh, a, a, a local native, a, a towards the end of the season pickup. Um, I think he has a bit role. I'll call I it bottom he's a two six. Way guy. He's a, he's a, he's a two, two way contract. And if he doesn't want to take that, well, then go scratch. Have fun, buddy. Uh, yes, for Bron. Mm. See, this is a tough one because <clears throat> I, I, I'll throw him and uh, I mean, before we get to him, I'll throw him and Wood into the trade potential. If you can throw a pick and a player to upgrade D to get an extra winger, like kind of thing, that, that's okay not free that. agent. You know what I mean? So he's on that. If we keep him, that's great. But we can also use him as trade bait. Yeah. So it's like that, like a 50-50. I don't want to be black I, and white, but it's like 50-50. Yeah, I'm him. excited to see what happens when, like, 
Tampa gets swept tomorrow. Okay. Can we just can we just talk about that for like two seconds here? Islanders are up three zero. Yep. That's not that's not surprising. <laughs> really? No, I I actually in the bracket I have the Islanders. And, I had them in five. And wait, so. who the hell is Tampa playing? Uh, Carolina. Columbus. Columbus. Up. Columbus out of three. Oh. Right. It's what is what, What's exciting to me is Tampa. Let's say Tampa loses tomorrow. Sure. What do they do to that team? Like who's who's next up to right. be resigned? Like no. Or does the GM? And it's not Eisenman now. It's the French, yeah, the French Canadian guy. Like, does he shake the roster up? Does he turn around and go, "Hey, look, uh, other than Kucherov, Stamkos, and Hedman, who do you want? Everybody's available." Yeah. It, now, it, do I turn around and I go? All right, we've got two second round picks. I'll take Braden Point, you know, for a second round and maybe throw in Brat or Wood or both. I mean, I don't think it would happen. It's it's like the scenario a couple of years ago where he just picked up Mar- uh, Johansson for a second round pick because somebody was squeezing out cap. Right. You, or you, or you you want to blow up a team and get young quick and still be competitive. Or do like let's say Nashville loses, you know. Hey, we've got all this defense and we're getting fucking beat. Do you take somebody like uh, I don't want to say fucking Subban because I don't want Subban. Why not? Because he's not good defensively, okay. and that's not going to help us. Okay. Do I take Shea. somebody? Shea Weber. He's on Montreal. Let me trade for him. No send, thanks. Send he's old. Up. He's send. literally on his last legs. They're going to put him out the pasture. Mm. But like somebody like uh, I don't know, like Ekholm or one of those guys that are very good defensively which we need because we don't yeah. have. I'm looking for a defenseman that's not going to put up, you know, what was what did Severson have, like 10, 12 goals? Yeah. But he was a minus 28. I don't want that. I want the guy that's going to put up the four goals, the, like, 17 assists off of rebounds from shots, and a plus, like, nine or seven. <laughs> that's what I want. I, don't, I want a guy that can make a good outlet pass. I want a guy that's going to make sure that our de- – that – Nobody on the other team is behind us in our own zone. You know what I want this offseason overall? One or two big free agent signings for offense and a and a and a, and a fish on D. And I'll, I'll I'll keep beating the dead horse. I'll take Carlson. No. He's I, not I, good I, defensively though. I, just look just watch those shark games. Yeah, it's nice offensively, but how many offensively guys are we going to have and then you sign him to a long-term deal. So now you got Severson long-term. You're going to tie up Butcher long-term. You're going to have Carlson. Okay? So there's three. You only can put nine, six defensemen out there. You want to get Ty Smith in there. You want to get Riley Walsh in there. And then you have Andy Green. So wh- who's getting pushed out? Where's Vatanen? So you want, to, you want to give these young guys space to grow. You still have Santini. You still, like, where do you put these guys if you go out and sign a super big? You have to get rid of people. And I don't think right now our team has the ability to get rid of somebody on defense as much as I'd love to and bring somebody in mm-hmm. at the expense of our, you know, okay. our rebuild, if that makes sense. How about we go mid-tier? That's good defensively. Would you go with one like that? Yeah, or? I mean, I'm sure, like, if you, if you told me, like, a, if you told me, like, Larson, they wanted to make Larson available. Adam? 
Yeah. Okay. For Miles Wood to play with fucking to catch up to the McDavid. Okay. Sure. Not one for one. Okay. But you know something like that. Okay. If you wanted to say like a, I'm trying to think of like an Alec Martinez, an old veteran defenseman, defense. You know. He's going to get you your six or seven goals. He's going to get you, you know, your 20 assists, but he's solid defensively. That's what we need right now. Don't spend the money on like a Riley, uh, uh, the Riley or Jake Gardner. As much as they're nice, flashy offensive, right now we need a solid defenseman okay. that we can put with uh, Severson because it's not Andy Green anymore. He just can't do it. And that you put Andy Green with Ty Smith to teach him yeah, the fundamentals. With, with, with Butcher and, and, and then that yeah. you put Votnin and Butcher together. Right now, that's what I see our defense as. And then you have Santini and Walsh as kind of... And if the, we re-sign Carrick, Connor Carrick. Mm-hmm. So we, we'll get to those demons. Okay, Blake Coleman, um, staying. Yes. Um, and... And literally, if if he shits the bed next season, it doesn't matter. If he puts up half half of what he did this year, yeah, and be, with that, with but, his style of play, yeah, I'm good. But that's realistic. What because half, half of what he did? Yeah, yeah, because he was playing top two minutes. He's not a top two player, and it showed at the end of the season because he was getting frustrated and taking fucking penalties every period. Uh, Curtis Gabriel, our gone. Uh, our knuckles, gone. He wants this um, a two way deal. That's fine. That's fine, but. Uh, Taylor Hall. Um, next. Nico Heischer. Next. Stephen Nason. Gone. Gone. Kyle Palmieri. Stays. Stays. Kevin Rooney. Stays. On the big club? Yes. Fourth line? Okay. Drew Stafford. <laughs> gone. And it sucks because he put up, he was good at the end of the season. I'm telling you. But again, he was playing minutes that he shouldn't have been playing. But I'm telling you, he he got like clout. And Shearer is going to be like, listen. Towards the end of the end of the uh, summer, there might be a PTO deal again for you. But we're not going to need it. We're not going to. There's going to be so much competition with. What do we have? We have. I know. We first have overall pick. You have Agostino, who's younger and probably cheaper. You're going to have, I think, whatever. Let's say we keep our picks. We have, we have six. Two, yeah, yeah, we have two second round picks and what two third round picks. So I mean, there's your competition. I mean, they're, yes, they're, they're young. But there's your next Jesper Brat type. And then, right, and then you also have the guys that are going to be pushing mm-hmm. from Binghamton. The guys who are up this year enough to that, that right. made enough of a your Bastion, yep. your your Brett Cini's and so, how far did Cini fall? Where he was playing top six minutes, and next thing you know, it's just like, oh, he got put to Binghamton. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, yeah, they at the end of the season, yeah, and you they go just to the they just wanted to give everybody a, a taste, yeah. Um, Miles Wood. Ugh. If, like you said, if if you could trade him to get somebody, I I just I and maybe this is just me putting too too much expectation on it, considering the whole thing of Miles Wood holding out, getting his four year deal, getting all that money, and not showing anything. It took him a while to get into form. I, and then he broke his foot. I know. You know what? Maybe I'll give him another year. Yeah. And that's I, gritting my teeth that I'll give him another year. I mean, year. he's on a very friendly contract. Yes. So, I mean, so that's easily tradable. tradable. Uh, Pavel Zaka. I, uh, bridge deal. Give him bridge deal. Give him a, a one or two year deal. Bridge deal. Definitely. Um, and Travis Ajak. 
I know we're stuck with him. We're stuck with him. So it, it's not even worth discussing at but, this moment because he's not going anywhere. But considering what he did this year, repeat it again next year as like a third line. But again, of- yeah, but again, he was he was the only guy, what, the last 20-something games after Nico was hurt and Hall yeah. was hurt and Palmieri was hurt. He was the only guy that, you know, had experience on our roster. Yeah. So, again, he was him – Coleman at the end of the season yeah they were putting up goals but they were playing in positions where they were getting 18 19 minutes a night he's not going to get that so he's not going to be able to put up those points that he did this year I always jump ahead of the gun all right so uh now we jump to defense I also brought up a a thing here too we'll go over some of the Binghamton players that were that were up to see if they make it or not uh butcher sticks and I want butcher to be long term too uh, I'd give him a bridge deal okay uh Connor. he's never gonna be more than a four five six defenseman okay um Connor Carrick is he a free agent uh I or do or is he signed? I think he's signed for another year. No, whatever. I mean, he he's he's a good six seven guy. Yeah, but we already have a young six seven yeah, guy in I, Santini. I know. Uh, Marco Mueller. Gone. Uh, really? Yeah. Even after his death, like she's that... gone. <sighs> it's show me. It's show me the money, not show friends. You know. Um, Steven Santini, which is a tough one. Two years in a, in a, in a mm-hmm. fucking doghouse. Did he sign a multi-year or did he just get a one? I think Either way, did. he's still an RFA. And he's um, going to be in a doghouse next year too. I mean, considering. He's going to have a tough time fighting for it. But that's what Shiro wants. He wants competition. So the competition right now is going to be between him, Walsh, and yeah. Connor Carrick. Uh, Damon sticks around, obviously. Sammy yep. Vatanen's got another year after this one, I believe. Yeah. And then Igor Yakovlev. Listen, if this kid... He's if, gone. If, he, if he... If what? That he wants to go back to Russia already? He's, gonna, he's already well, looking to go back. Come on. If you ro- I don't blame him. If you rode the bus as much as he did, shit, I would have quit halfway through the he's, year. He's no different than <clears throat> Aria Honin and those guys that we went after. Not Aria Honin. Uh, the... The the uh, guy that we had last year, mm-hmm. and Sergey Kalinin, and you know, like they have potential coming out of Russia, but then they get here, and it's like, oh, you got, I got to play defense. Like they they get very confused, right? And I like Sergey Kalinin. I thought he he could have been a very good third fourth liner. Like a, I think a, I just think that maybe for him <clears throat> he got caught up in the Lula Marilla Devils. He was a good signing, and then he came here. If maybe if he was resigned, when if Shiro was around, maybe like this team, maybe no, no, no. I think we need to stop looking in Russia. Maybe nothing good comes from Russia. <laughs> That's for another show. Goalies, we only have two because this is what we're going with next year: Mackenzie Blackwood and Corey Schneider. I wouldn't be surprised if we signed somebody else or resign Eddie Lack. Go to the minors, uh huh, just in case, uh huh. Because who are you going to call up? Ghostbusters. If one of those guys get hurt. Um. Well, you have Cormier, and you got uh the other kid that's on a one year in Binghamton. What's his name? Hold on. Uh, Cam Johnson. Right. You mm. need. That's why you need Eddie Lack. You need 
another, you need a serious goalie with experience just right. in case. Get something, yeah. This, Corey uh, gets hurt again. Yep. All right, so let's look at Binghamton. Uh, we have some couple guys that were up here. Uh, Mikey McLeod. Ugh. He needs another year. Yeah. He needs another. He needs to marinate a little more. Um, I don't know who Brian Schmelzer is, but he wasn't up, so we don't talk about him. Nope. Uh, Brett Sini. Mm, he'll be in the minors. Uh, Joey Anderson. That's a competition for fourth line. That's your competition for your third and fourth line. Uh, Johnny Q. Quenville. Mm. Clock is ticking. Yeah. Um, he might be a throw-in for a trade. The I'll trade you your under... <laughs> Yeah. Performing first round pick for my for and the change of scenery trade. Yeah, uh, Blake Spears and Blake Pietala. Uh, I think you give them one more year, and if they don't show something in the minors that warrants them getting a call, uh huh, they're just AHLers. Yep, they're going to be. Ve- they're one of those like Reed Boucher, like really mm-hmm. good minor league players, just can't put it together. Here's a name that we don't even talk about, but marinated enough in Binghamton. Igor um, Sharangovich from Belarus. He he was a center. He's 6'2". He's almost 200 pounds. That was a name that was dandied about a lot. Um, so maybe he gets a, obviously, uh, an invite. He's Russian. Obviously. He'll end up back in Russia when he doesn't get called up. We just recently signed the guy by the name of Ludwig, not Borga Larsen. Hmm. I, and I said, as soon as that dude gets the gets up to the engine, you give him number five, so people like you who have a Larson jersey don't have to buy a new. Oh one. yeah, because I wear them all the time too. <clears throat> Nick Lappin. Uh, all of these are like. Ugh. Nick Lappin is starting. I think you let him go. Nick Lappin. Uh, you give him an opportunity somewhere else. Yeah. We already have Joey Anderson. I don't need two Joey Andersons. Um, Eric Tangretti. He was just. He's a, a minor league guy. Yeah. Uh, Marion Studnik, another name, a right winger, left-handed. Apparently, he fizzled out at the end of the season. Wow! So, let's give him another year. Let him marinate. Yep, another. Let him get some chemistry with uh, McLeod and hmm? Anderson or somebody. Uh, Brandon Gignac. Gignac, yeah. lefty left winger. Hey, uh, and then let him marinate. Yep. Papagayev, a right-handed left winger. I want to see if he can last the season. From, Rus- from anywhere. Russia. Because since we've drafted him, he hasn't lasted a season anywhere. Anywhere. Uh, Nathan Bastian. That, that's a big... Uh, him he, and Joey Anderson are the first two people we call up, I would say. Not making the fourth line minutes? Not with the potential that we can have. Okay. Uh, defenseman down there, not much. Um, the only big name on there is Eric Griba. He's gone. Or Murphy. Unless he, Ryan Murphy. Ryan Murphy's another one. Um, but... I mean, Colton White was up for a cup of coffee. Nothing much. John yeah. John Ramage. Yeah, he was he was a high uh, pick, John Ramage. And he's got Jersey history because I'm pretty sure his dad is one of the original Colorado Rockies guy, Rob Ramage. So, with all that said, ooh, this is the toffee. You essentially, from what you have here, you have one, two, you have four question marks. Yep. So let's just say not talking about people who have, you know, potential free agent signings and not adding Hughes or Kapu. Sure. In there. What we have going right now, moving forward. You have Palmieri Hall, Nico. Stellar first line. 
Okay, then you're going to have Coleman, <laughs> J-Jack, and let's say we... You put, you put Agostino up there, huh? I, the, again, this was because I yes. forgot Brat was on our team because he I, didn't play the whole left. So last. Agostino slash Brat. Okay, then you have... Wood? Which, this could be a very quick, strong line with Wood, Zaka, Joey and Joey Anderson. Wood and Anderson hard on the puck. Zaka has got a shot if he ever fucking takes it. You know, they could be a tough, tough third line to play against. But all of this changes because of Hughes. So now so, you would have to go. So then, okay, so then Zajac gets bumped down. Where do you put Where do you put Zaka? Do you put him on a wing? Yes. Okay, you have to. But do you put him on third or fourth line? You, uh, you say third line with his potential. I actually put Zaka with Hughes. And then I would put. I'll move Paul Mary down to the second move line. Move Paul Mary down okay. to the second. So your second line, your first line would then be Nico, Hall, Brett, which they have shown chemistry mm-hmm. when they're all healthy. Your second line would then be Hughes, Paul, uh, Mary. Paul Mary, and Zaka. Because you're going to need two guys that are going to be able to handle getting the puck in the corner because Hughes is not one of those guys. Mm-hmm. Then you have Zajac. Anderson Wood or Zajac Wood Cole Coleman. Yeah, they did they did pretty well this year right, as a line. That wasn't too bad. So, so And then you would take either McLeod, Bastion, um Joey Anderson. Joey Anderson Agostino. Agostino, like as your fourth liners. Your so yeah. fourth liners in there. I think I think Wood I'm not Wood. Zach Zaka would be much better as a winger. Okay. Just because he's got a good shot from the outside and being a center, he I think he was too defensively minded where it was, I'm going to risk making an offensive play because I know I have to be back defensively. And even, let's say they decide to put Hughes on the wing because he's not physically strong enough mm-hmm. to play center. Well, then you just switch him and Zaka. And that gives Hughes a little more space, and Zaka could be the defensively minded guy for when Hughes is just buzzing around with if the puck. You 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 sit here right, and you just you just look at the potential, right? Do you get excited, like just as a? What but I I always get excited. Like I always get excited in the beginning of the season. I always, I guess you would say, like dream big. <laughs> yeah. I mean and. The last two seasons, not having tickets, you know, like, I guess it's easier now to sit back and be an armchair quarterback. Right. Doing it. But it's, there's, there's, I mean, we have potential to be a top 15 team or we have potential to be a bottom five team. Like we were this like year. Like we were this year. And I, I said that, I, you go back to our preview. I said, we have the potential to squeeze in anywhere between the six, seven, eight seeds or we have any potential to be the 13, 14, 15 seed. And that's where we were. And I, think, and I think we pretty much saw both of those options this year. At first couple months of the year, we were like, oh, shit, here we come playoffs. And then by the end of the year, we were like, here we come first round pick. Here we come lottery pick. Yep. Hey, we fucking won it. So. Uh, defenseman, you go Green Severson. With the with the note of finding um, 
a middle a middle three defenseman. We need a two three four defenseman. A def, a two three four defensive defenseman. Who's five? Is that uh, Connor Carrot? Car- Car- and forty five is Vatnin. Okay. Um, you uh, Santini and Butcher. And then you have and your your Mirko and slash whoever else. Right, but. With an asterisk of where does Ty Smith fit in, with it, an asterisk of your other defensemen that are coming up. If I'm looking right now mm-hmm. at what we have, and we're, let's just say we only bring in Ty Smith. Mm-hmm. Santini's bumped out automatically. Yeah, I would go with Votnin and, and I don't like Sammy Votnin, Votnin and Severson as your first pairing, although neither one of them are a number one defenseman. Um, Green and Smith, mm-hmm. Carrick, Butcher. Okay, I I don't I don't disagree. Or you flip flop Butcher and Ty Smith, but Do you, I don't think they're going to protect Ty, Ty Smith, Smith like they did Butcher. Like they did Butcher. Or maybe the fuck it, man. Maybe we trade Tyler. Maybe we try we trade Wood and a second round pick to Carolina to get Adam Fox. So then you could have Adam Fox and, and Walsh who played together at Harvard. Or no, they didn't. Uh, that's not the Harvard guy. Walsh was Northeastern. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck? Riley. Yep. Is the... If, if, you, if you look at the picks that we have in the pipe that we haven't signed yet, I mean, does our D look good moving forward? Sands head coach... Let's let's I, just go on potential. Like I I don't. Are nobody on our defense right now? Nobody. Am I physically scared of in front of the net? We don't have, and I don't want to go back to like the glory days. Mm-hmm. Okay, but but you don't have we a don't Stevens. have a Danico. We don't have a Stevens. You where you're about. physically scared yeah. to be in front of our net because you're going to get punished. We don't have that. There's nobody. There's nobody on our defense that I'm physically scared. There's no there's no Dustin Bufflin. There's no Seth Jones. There's no Zach Warensky. There's no Drew Doughty where you're you know, where you're standing in front and you're gonna walk away with a sore back. Like you the other team could have had a fucking carton of eggs on their back this year and they wouldn't have broken any in front of our net. Because there's nobody there's nobody that we're scared of. There's no, there's nobody scared of that that strikes the fear of I'm not going into the corner with the devil's defense. Maybe sent maybe Santini. He scratched the surface a little bit, but maybe it's one of those yeah. I need to fucking play or else I'm done. But he like, needs to play like that all the sixty minutes, yeah. every fucking night. Not and, like and, oh and, I haven't played in two weeks and now I'm getting in the game. I'm going to show them, and then you disappear when you played three games in a row. And I wonder why you haven't fucking played. So let's go into the um, the uh, the forecast portion of our show, I guess. <laughs> for for between. I hope it's rain. <laughs> <laughs> As in cash. Sure. Well, it's going to be raining cash for one or two of our guys. So we have the big question of what do you do with Hall, Butcher, and Nico come July one? I think. Everything being said out in public now at the exit interviews where Hall came out first and said this team needs more substance. It needs more talent. It needed more more offensive depth. 
And then Shiro coming out after that saying, thank you, ownership, for an extension. We need more blah, 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 blah. I think that Hall and Shiro sit down and Shiro goes, here's my plan A, B, and C. A is what I'm going to go really hard after. B and C are more fallback plans and and it's and it's a floating kind of thing like a is going to be like the big thing is like we like you were kind of talking about plant my plan a is to give fucking mitch marner a goddamn offer sheet and guess what as soon as that's done i'm handing you a contract for eight by eight and a half yeah yeah i mean like i i i'm sorry but i don't want to overpay mitch marner for mitch marner it I know, I know. Oh, I would love. Don't get me wrong. If he would be willing to take fucking eight and a half, and we give him eight and a half for seven years with a ginormous fucking signing bonus, then you know what? I'd be happy with that. But if he's like, I want ten and a half million, I'd be like, go fuck yourself. Sorry. Sorry. I'm not paying two guys twenty forty one million dollars. We're not plus. We're not twenty one million. Right. We're New Jersey. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so I think Hall sits down and he goes, what's your plan? He gives him his plan and then he goes, let's see how the first couple of days of free agency work. I don't think Hall. Yeah. I, I, and, I, then, and then it's like, okay, you know what? I see you're trying. Whether it's you're trying, you're getting people. It's something. What you told me is you're actually doing. Because at this point, words and actions are two different things for Hall, I would think. I don't think Hall signs or even starts talking about a contract till training camp. So you would think he gives the full off season mm-hmm. yep. for Shiro to work yeah, his magic. Absolutely. He's he's in the position of power. Yeah. I mean, he's coming back to New Jersey regardless. Right. So I mean, he comes back for training camp and he's sitting in the locker room looking around and he's like, Oh great, there's fucking Blake Pietela on my right wing, you know, like Yeah. That's yeah. when he goes, All right. Uh, and yeah. I, if I'm Shiro, I walk in and go Here's what I'm going to do. Here's my plans, A, B, and C. They work out. Great. But if not, you need to tell me if you're not happy with what I've done. Because. Like up front. Be up front. Because you know what? I want it. I want it. And you sell it this way. I want to give you the best opportunity to succeed somewhere else early. Which, you know what? Shira will do that from all the interviews I've heard. It's not, he's not blowing smoke up your ass. It's or does Shira walk in and go fucking sign the contract or I'm sending you to Ottawa. <laughs> well, they got a guy up there that wears number nine from New Jersey too. I'll take his contract. At least I know what I'm getting. <laughs> do you think he'd sign that contract right quick? <laughs> no. <laughs> Trade me right fucking now. <laughs> But I think Hall, if he signs, and I, I mean, I, I personally, I don't want to say I don't like him, but he frustrates the fuck out of me watching him play. Like, if I was his coach, I, I constantly scratch my head going, what the fuck are you doing? If, if you backfill your roster with enough talent to overcome his, his brain farts, would you be okay with that? Or do no. you, or you, really- no, because then you're just you're 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 Kovying it. Okay. Like Kovey was so fucking absent-minded in the defensive zone. He made Ex- so many hope passes. Except when Lemaire coached his ass. Right, <laughs> but he made so many hope passes. I hope it gets there. Or he would make plays that you're going like, 
it's a one-goal game. There's two minutes left. Just get the fucking puck deep. I don't need to see you try to dangle, you know, and take it wide. And it didn't, the only thing that protected Covey was the fact that we still had Parisi and Langenbrunner and guys that were grinders, muckers, that were going to get in deep and do that stuff. If you do that with Hall, you're just creating a new Covey. You're creating a guy that's going to get you your 30 goals and he's going to get you your 30 to 40 assists, but your team is not any better. Back to what we were saying with Hughes or Kako. Right. But I think, I think Hall gets, if I were negotiating with him, mm-hmm. I would offer him eight and a half million. This is what our cap would come out to. Mm-hmm. The, the cap hit eight and a half by eight years. And the first, his signing bonus from years one to three would be $10 million. So he would walk away after three years. That means by the time he is 30 years old, he will have over $30 million from us in his bank account. Then the second, I mean the four five and six years, he gets an $8 million signing bonus. So think about that six years, He's walking away with, at that point now, he's got $48 million. And he doesn't even have to fucking score. And where do you put in his trade clauses? Do you put it in, like, back end of it? Or do you put, like, one in the middle, one in the beginning, one in the middle, one in the end? Like, do you give it to him at the end of years three, six, and and eight? I give him a no... You know what? I don't give him a no movement clause. It's either, it's either I give him. Or... I give him a protected trade list. Give me ten teams that you won't go to. Okay. Every year you have to give me a list of ten teams you won't go to. No one's going to touch him with that fucking signing bonus anyway. No. That's how. If I'm sure, I would sell. I'd be like, look, with this signing bonus, and who knows, with you know the lockout, if there is one, you even if there's a lockout, he's guaranteed 10 million dollars yeah so you're so so shira is doing the anti-lou and working the system no because i i lou is going to do the fucking same exact thing to barzell next year what happened with lou when he left new jersey like his mind was just like opened up to like a a whole new world (laughs) (laughs) no don't start singing (laughs) i can that's what happens when you have a daughter so, um, so yeah, his actual salary would only be eight million dollars spread out over eight years. Yeah. So, so you work an assistant, which is fine. Yeah, and you, that's the way it has to be now, because these players are not dumb. They know they know if there's a lockout, they're going to want to be paid. Yeah. And a ten million dollar signing bonus, getting a signing bonus every year, he's going to walk away with sixty million dollars. For a potentially subpar play, yeah, for, he could he could shit the bed, and he's getting guaranteed fucking money. And even if he's hurt, let's say he David Clarkson's there or Nathan Horton's there, where God forbid he gets hurt and can't play, guess what? He still gets that fucking signing bonus to pay for his medical bills. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> so then you go for Butcher or Nico. Um, I would I, I would talk to Nico first over Butcher, but I would get get I would get them signed right quick nico i would i would probably give roughly the same contract to him i would say 5.5 for eight years and then you give him 
a $7 million signing bonus years one through three. So mm-hmm. think about the fact that, what is he, 20? No, yeah. he's 21 now. Yeah. Okay? So by the time he's 24, he's going to have a guarantee of at least $21 million in his account. And then... That, that's a lot of Fortnite money. Yeah. <laughs> and then years four through six, he would have a signing bonus of $4 million. Now you're at $33 million before you're... 25. 25 years old. You, and then the last two years, you give him a $3 million. So think about it. Eight years, he's 21. He'll be 22. By the time he's 30, he would have banked $44 million. And he's still young. He's enough to get that second contract. Right. He's still somewhere. young enough to get another four-year deal, five-year deal somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Or with us. Whatever. I'm available, Ray. <laughs> I'm just saying. To be the cap guy. Don't worry about my cap. Yeah. If you get hired as the cap guy for the Devils, I want that to be your presser. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, podcast Dave, the mic is yours. <clears throat> Don't worry about my fucking cap. <laughs> <laughs> what's your What's your potential? And you know, do you think it's going to be difficult to trade these guys? Well, if we were going to trade them, quo. why the fuck would I give them this big a deal? Status quo, son. Status quo. You <laughs> just start dropping lines. All right, so now now we have holes in our roster, right? We have these players that are signed. We have these hopefuls. But we also have holes. We have at least four holes <laughs> to <laughs> to fill with, with, with NHL caliber players. <laughs> <laughs> huh? Waka waka. Waka waka. So, of all, I mean, we do have a list out there of, of folks who are restricted, folks that we have, I think, that are unrestricted. All right, let's just look at, we'll first look at the the free agents, and then we'll look at the restricted ones that realistically we, can, we could take a, a run at. Okay. All right, I, would, I think Jordan Eberle, who's having a fantastic fucking playoffs right now, three goals in three games, you know, and we're not talking like he's scoring empty netters. Mm-hmm. He's scoring big goals. Plus, he's best friends with fucking Taylor Hall. So... If you were to get Jordan Eberle, you would be able to put him first. He'd get he'd get first or second line minutes. He'd get the opportunity to play with either A. Hall and Nico, or B. Hughes and Palmieri, or Brat. You know, like he would be able to, or or even throw it in at Kako. He any, knows any of them, right? Like, he knows the area. Yes, you know, and to be able to hang out with his fucking his legit best friend again in Taylor Hall. Now, did they have any beef back in Edmonton, or was it really just Hall and the media that had beef? I think it was just Hall, and and they were young, and they were young, and they were millionaires living in and a, had, a had, hockey city. And probably had no structure. Yeah, they definitely didn't have any structure. Uh, Jordan Wheel, he could be our good fourth-line guy if Bastion, McLeod, <clears throat> um, somebody that, that can protect Hughes. Physically, because right. Curtis Gabriel ain't it. Um, Jordan Martuk, same as Wheel. Big, strong, bottom six forward, play the kill, energy kind of guy. We need like a fourth. If you look at the teams like the Islanders and their fourth line, their fourth line is dominating Sidney Crosby right now. Like the Islanders start their fourth line of Sezikis, Clutterbuck, and Matt Martin against Crosby and don't give a fuck. We don't have that. We need, we need, 
if you can recreate what we had in 2012 fourth line wise yeah or like 95 with our crash line or 2000 with you know because i still think even with what we have right now we're good two and a half two and a half lines we're 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 you can depending squeeze, on who we get you can squeeze three lines yes we're uh, we're very good offensively two first lines we are very good defensively with a little bit of scoring punch third line and our fourth line is is a whole bunch of question marks. Yeah. yes <coughs> uh jonas danskoy i think if san jose well i think san jose is outmatched by vegas right now but Jonas, he can he shows some scoring touch, especially in the playoffs, um, playing with Thornton. I look at him as kind of like a Zuberus. Can huh? play up your lineup, can play down your lineup. Huh? But uh, and a Clarky without fighting. Yeah, huh? and then wishful thinking. Now, now, since since you put this on the list, and you just said San Jose is being outplayed, do you think Carlson goes back to San Jose, being that they just not shit the bed, but had all this fluff and and everything else and. I think Carlson will look at Vegas. I think Carlson will look at Tampa. Depending on what Tampa does. Yeah. Knock on the door in Tampa, go, what's your plan? Or knock on the door in Florida. Now let's, with Quinville. Let's, let's talk about that for a minute. They swooped in and took Quinville. Holy sh! Listen, he's coming He's coming with rings, okay? Yeah, he's I coming did. with a GM who basically built, built the, the Blackhawks up. Right. So there's a potential of being a Blackhawks two early years, not not now, not cap hell years. I no, I I, and, and I can't you, believe I didn't even think the fucking Quinville to Florida because of Dale Talon. I I never even in my brain went, well, that's a connection. I mean, in today, AV. Yeah, and today uh, goes to fly, uh, the Flyers. Flyers. There and and I think I've, I mentioned this on on my social media uh, personally. All the teams in our division are now getting better, right? The Rangers are going to have the second pick in seven rounds or however many picks they have. They're getting instantly better. They're now going to be attracting a little bit more free agents, right? I don't think AV should have been fired by the Rangers anyway. No, nah, he needed to go. You thought they were just tuning him out? Yep. Okay. He was there long enough where... So you have a guy now with, with a resume of taking two teams to the finals, okay? There's just potential there, right? So you have a you have a big guy there. Florida in in the East Division, you know, Eastern Conference. Now they got Quenville with that. Teams are now starting to come. Carolina, right? Yeah, I the think Carolina is going to be us. But then there's the Islanders who stepped up their game big fucking time. Okay, if you would have said maybe they make the playoffs next year, definitely by a third year under Trots, I would have agreed with you. But they're kicking the Penguins' ass right now with Trots. Yeah, there's. It, it's not one of those, oh, great, Islanders coming in, whoop-de-doo. It's, oh, shit, the Islanders are coming yeah. in. Like, it's, it's it's not the Islanders of, <clears throat> all right, that's two points. It's the Islanders of, this is going to be a battle. Yeah. So with this wish list that we have, with a wish list that Shiro has, we need to take a step forward with a potential wishful thinking of signing a potential gardener, Carlson. I like the Enders Lee-Brock Nelson thing because I kind of wanted to get those – Last That's, off season, like it was, it it would fill a hole. That, did you see the picture of Anders Lee where no. he looks? He's giving an interview before a game, like right. more, after the morning skate. He looks like a young Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> and I, I I said that to myself, and I'm like, he fucking looks like he looks like a forty year old man, but he looks like Abe Lincoln. And then hey, I like Abe Lincoln. 
Yeah, hey, no, Abe Lincoln. Did and then I click on the comments, and the fucking first thing I see is somebody <laughs> with a picture Abraham of Lincoln. Abe Lincoln. I was like, <laughs> all right, I'm not the only one. Um, I think Jake Gardner. Again, I'm not paying him eight nine million dollars. Has to be team friendly. Yeah, and the same thing with Carlson, where he, you know what, he's got to get his money, and he's going to go to a place like Vegas where it's tax free, and he doesn't have to worry, or Florida, or Florida. where it's tax free. Mm-hmm. So God bless him for that. But I mean, if you're a free agent and you're looking for potential to move throughout the playoffs with a team, not from a re- completely rebuild, but not from a you know, we're a contender. We at the end of this offseason, we should be one foot over the diving board <coughs> of jumping into a pool of the pool pl- playoffs of a pool. That that's where we should be. Yeah. And if you and if if I was in Carlson's ear, I would go look, look at that team, right? You signing there makes a difference and pushes them even further, and you still have everything in front of you to continue to do that for a good portion of your contract. If he goes the Tavares, I'm inviting these teams to come talk to me, Oh fuck, we're yeah, not out. one of them. I'm out. No, if any player does that, I'm out. I don't care how astute even JT was in doing all this research and books about teams and this and that. Fuck oh, you. Please. Everybody knew he was fucking going to Toronto. Um, outside Ty Smith, I don't see any rookies making our roster next year. And fucking Wolf. Hughes or Kaku. But, so Ty Smith and our number one pick make the roster next year. Yeah. And it doesn't matter if it's Kaku or, or Hughes. Yeah. They, either one of them yeah, make they're, it. They're, they're, they're both there. NHL already. You're not, I don't think he's going to go back to fucking Michigan. <laughs> Sorry. <sighs> All right. So you go on a... In a uh, did we go over everything there? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Players that we can target from cap-strapped teams, much like Shiro did a few years ago when we got uh, Marcus Johansson. I will go from the bottom up. All right. Uh, uh, yeah, I. you know what? I would absolutely... You know what? You want to do... If Shiro had balls, okay? And I'm not calling his, his manhood out. I'm just saying, if you want to go balls in on this, Mitch Marner being one... Charlie McAvoy being two. Yeah, you can't do that, though. Because we don't have enough. You don't have enough draft picks to do two, to offer two separate RFAs. But didn't we discuss it earlier that like that um, Marner is your first four round, f- four first rounders, and yeah. then McAvoy is... He's bit, still... Like, no, he's still... It'd be, a, it'd be another four first rounders. Yeah, so we don't have that. To do that, um, if, but you, I, if, I you, would, if you had to pick McAvoy <coughs> or Marner, let's just call it as it is on a team friendly, whatever, not a not a ego driven contract. You would take. My heart is telling me to take Marner. My brain is saying to take McAvoy. McAvoy. But those I would are number eight people that you might go knocking on the door. And go, hey, look, uh, how about our first round pick next year and a second round pick this year for Charlie McAvoy? Do you think Boston would take that, considering that McAvoy's already... Oh, they're going to say no. They they would say no, because Char signed another one-year deal. Let's say he retires next year. McAvoy is your Char replacement. 
if if he resigns, right? If. Because you can throw a bolo to money. He can go. Tyler to Foley. I mean, again, these are all options where we can come knocking on the door for teams that are cap strapped. And, and L.A. is going to be super cap strapped because Kobe's still there. <laughs> and looking, even if, looking to get out. And even if he leaves, his contract is still there. Let's let let's let's go to a crystal ball. Let's just say somebody who would knock on the door Nobody. and say, Can we have Kobe for two years? Nobody. Not for the money he's making. They would whatever team the LA Kings would have to eat, ta- eat half of his contract, if that's possible. So there's what, three three to four mil? He makes six million, so yeah, so you, three, would, you yeah. would need like three and three plus. Uh T J Brody. He's a defenseman from Calgary. He's pretty good. Josh Mason, that'd be very good because they, they are very cash-strapped, and he's a good defenseman. Who's, uh, who's he on? Anaheim. Uh, Steven Johns is from Dallas. They're going to need some money to sign Miro Heiskanen, who is awesome, and he plays defense, and they have young guys waiting, so maybe he can knock on his door. He's hurt right now. He, I think he's out for the season. Um. Kevin LeBlanc, he reminds me of if we went after him, he's on San Jose. He plays on their first slash second line. He's a local kid from Staten Island. Yeah. <clears throat> um, reminds me of a, a Palmieri kind of trade. Okay. Colton Perenko, he makes big money, 5.5. St. Louis is doing pretty well right now. I don't think they're going to mess up their defense, but wishful thinking. And then Dmitry Orlov, he's kind of a risk taker. On defense, but if they're willing to shed $5 million. For a second round pick? For a second round pick. And we've already done this with you for Marcus Johansson in Washington. You know where we are. Get off at Broad Street. Here's here's some of my, I think it was my. Uh, wishful thinking. Wishful thinkings. Um, there was a lot of talk at the end of the season with Edmonton. Um for uh, Jesse, God, how the hell do you say it? Pulley Arvey. Pulley Arvey. Him being injured is one thing. Um, him wanting, I guess, out of Edmonton, but then again, who doesn't? Um, maybe a second or a third? No. Even if you took on Milan Lucic's Definitely not. Too? Definitely. You're going to have to fucking, if you're making me take that fucking albatross of a deal, <laughs> Milan Lucic. Who are you taking back, Travis? You're taking <laughs> back Zajac. <clears throat> and potentially fucking... Uh, Andy Green. Okay. Hey, but, and then you sell it. Andy Green was so good with Adam Larson. They were a great pair together. Real shutdown, just what you guys need. Get the puck out of the zone. I don't think it'll work, and I don't think we'd ever trade Andy Green anyway. Maybe Cody Cece, but isn't Cody Cece going to be the next captain of Ottawa? Yeah, Is probably. So. Him or who's the other fucking guy that they have? They're going to fucking give it to Kachuk. Yeah, they should give it to him. I'll tell you what, Ottawa looks pretty fucking smart right now. Because I'd much rather have Brady Kachuk than whoever the fourth pick in the draft is going to be this year. You look at the, you look at this round's pick, right? I was actually thinking about this as as the, the lottery was going. You know one or two. It doesn't matter. It's a win-win, whoever you get. Who the hell do you take at three? I would think if, if Shiro was at number three, he'd take a defenseman. The only defenseman is that Bowery kid. Yeah. Bowen kid. Yeah. 
and that's it. Everybody else is a forward or a center. I I, I would take that that defenseman third, or if you can't or not, then you trade that pick for for assets. But who the hell do you take third? Dallas has a huge problem Chicago. on their hands. Chicago. Oh, Chicago does. Chicago has a huge problem yeah, on their hands. But that's a problem you want to have. Want. Because you're, you're oh, every, everybody's clamoring for, oh, especially shit. for a team that was supposed to have the fucking thirteenth pick, <laughs> is now getting the third third round pick. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure they're third overall. I'm sure they're happy. Uh, yeah, your second you're and third just, round's not getting you McAvoy. Well, look, and okay, this UFA thing for Mojo was right before he had another fucking concussion. I kind of got off that, um, off that. Let's resign Mojo. Thank God, about time. <sighs> um. Would I do it for one or two years? I don't know. And I really don't know. No. No. Considering. No. No. If you told me, like, if he put up consistent, like, 20 goal seasons in the, what, two years he was with us? Yeah. Or he put up a solid, like, 40 points, I would I would sit there with you and go, maybe. We'd debate. Okay. But. No, thanks. Not for a guy that plays fucking every third game like it's his last. <laughs> Plus, didn't he get, like, barely checked when he did and, and got it? Oh, he got, no, he got fucking did rocked. He, yeah. yeah. So. Now, of the RFAs that you might want to try to fucking. Yeah. Now, everybody says this is the summer of the R- offer R- sheet. R- <laughs> and I, I look, I can't blame you, but I, I will tell you right now, a lot of these players. Even if you offer sheeted them, they're gonna their team is gonna sign resign Match them because they ha- they have the money for it. There's only one or two that don't have the money. Okay. All right, so like Sebastian Ajo's definitely a glory player, to, definitely going back. But to he's it. definitely gone. You even if you were to offer him, maybe not because their owners are fucking dumb dumb. I meant Dundon. Um, but you offer him ten million a year, they're probably gonna match it. He's their superstar. Braden Point, I don't know. Let's see what he doesn't have a fucking Braden Point doesn't have a point in the fucking playoffs right now. Neither does Stamkos or Kucherov. Um, Oof, Patrick Laine. Mm. <laughs> do do you go and go? Excuse me, Mister Laine. I see this 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 first number in the contract. That's not a mistake. It's not a single digit. That's a two. It's a two and a zero. <laughs> I wouldn't spend it on him. No. No. The, or his he, scored, he scored 30 goals this year, right? Sure. 30 goals. He scored 18 of them in November. Okay. He scored one in December. It's cold. Yeah. <laughs> and he continued to be cold. It's cold um, outside. Miko Ratnan, I, I think he's a product of playing with good players. I don't think he's as dominant alone. He's not like Taylor Hall. Or, can, or like Marcus Johansson when he played with Ovechkin. Now, before right. we kind of before we kind of go on, these names that we're hearing, I actually took it from an athletic article that was by Pierre LeBron, which I actually trust when he puts stuff out. I read it and I go, okay, makes sense. But we're gonna we'll, we talked about Marner. I would do it. Yep. Um, I would also do it for the next guy, Matthew Kachuk. But he's on a team where they can afford to uh, Vancouver, right? Yep. So yeah, that's Kyle Connor is a guy that I wanted us to draft instead of fucking Pavel Zaka. But okay. we were they drafted him right before us. I would do Kyle Connor. They're a little strapped, Winnipeg. Little I, but bit. I think I think they would make trades to make room yeah. to make room for him. <clears throat> Timo Meyer is a good player. I don't know if I'd risk the draft picks for him. Brock Besser, they'll Brock. Match. 
Rock <laughs> Besser. That's how he should come out. Who's his advocate? <laughs> yeah. His ooh, <laughs> his agent. Um, he he would, but they're going to match whatever they fucking throw at him. Zach Wierenski is a guy I would totally do that to, a fucking offer sheet, but they're going to match. He's their future captain. And they're not going to break up their Seth Jones, Zach Wierenski defensive pairing. Ivan Provorov hasn't showed me enough defensively Mm-hmm. To make that, I think he took a step back this year, and we talked about McAvoy. Okay, teams that mentioned who are in cap hell being Tampa, Toronto, and Winnipeg. Out of those, out of those three, I mean, and that, I didn't even read that, so I knew Kyle Connor, Mitch Marner, Braden Point. Now, a lot of people think that the Bolts will trade away Ryan Callahan. To somebody one more year with five point eight million. Um, Do you think they'd send them back to the Rangers? Mm. The last hurrah. I'll tell you where they could send him. Not us. No. That was because even if even if you're like, oh, we'll send you a first round pick. Oh, thanks. I want the fucking thirty first pick or now. Well, I don't know. <laughs> they lose tomorrow. It might be the fucking sixteenth pick. Um, Five point eight million for one year? No, he's he's isn't if he hurt? Gonna, if you're gonna, yeah, but you know what? Fuck it. If he's hurt, then you put him on the IR, and we still get it, their first round pick. You got to give me something more than the first round pick. I'll tell you who might take it if they they have a little more cap space now. Philly, especially with Vino as their coach, mm-hmm. he fucking loved Ryan Callahan. Mm-hmm. Um, the Leafs, hmm. uh, how? How many offer sheets do you think Marner's going to get? I don't think they're going to get a lot. I, is it all, is it kind of because of it's that unwritten rule? That, it's the old boys club that you're not going to fuck over somebody because someone will do the same to you. And that's why I don't think Shiro would do it because he's he's like a hockey purist. No, let's say. Let's say you went to Marner and, and said nine and a half million dollars for seven years. This is the signing bonus, blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. And then next summer or this summer. Nico. Ne- next summer. Nico. And then they turn around and go, oh, you paid Hall $10 million and you paid this guy nine and a half million dollars. And you still have this guy and this guy and da, da, da. Oh, you don't have money for Nico? Oh, wait, you paid Nico? Well, I'll just wait a year. Until Hughes is a fucking an RFA, and then I'm going to offer him $12 million, and now you're fucked. So that's the only reason I don't think Shiro would do it. Who do I see that could do it? The fucking Rangers can do it. If the Rangers don't get Panarin, which everybody's saying, but now I but, would say. But now with, with what's his going name to in Florida. Florida. Yeah. And I think, too, uh, Bavrovsky, too. Yeah, but Florida's going to need to move. They'll have three goalies that are making over $5 million. What? I thought Luongo was done. Nope. He's got another year. And he said, I'm perfectly fine being a backup goalie. And then you have James Reimer. No one's going to pay $5 million for a fucking backup goalie. I sent him to um, Columbus. (laughs) Sure, why not? Let him have. Let him hang out with (laughs) Kincaid. But yeah, Toronto. Can can, can I just say something? that motherfucker gets a ring for sitting his ass. Emote. He fucking went all emoji-ish with a John Tortorella meme. 
I looked at that and I go, dude, you're getting fucking cut tomorrow. Yeah, you're you not. you want to do the that? He hasn't. He what? He dressed against the devils and didn't play. <laughs> like yeah. you, you do realize that your shtick is not going to work outside of the New Jersey area. Toronto is fucked though. Damn. <clears throat> Toronto is in Chicago hell. Three guys are going to get paid ten plus potentially. And then you have fucking Patrick Marlowe who's making like eight. What did they do? What did they do? Look, yeah, I, I get, I, I, they totally overpaid fucking William Nylander. You didn't overpay Austin Matthews, but totally overpaid. And now they're, and I'm Mitch Marner. Look, I'm out there. I'm doing the best that I can. I'm, he fucking won game one for them. Now, now for Mitch Marner, right? Do you think it's one of those? Well, they're wanting to pay all these other guys ten million. I want ten million too. Or does he go to the Devils and go, "I'm good with eight? Or do you think he's now up at that point? No, Who, I'm a ten. Whoever throws an offer sheet at him has to say, "Look, I don't want it to be like Toronto, where it's three guys. You know, it's a three horse race yeah. because one of those horses go down. I'm not going to have the money." Two, yeah, I'm I'm putting in a fourth liner to play with you on wing on right. the first line for right. the rest of the year. Yeah. So, why don't we negotiate something where we're going to leave a little wiggle room so that you're not the biggest fish in a small pond? That you are one of many fish that you know. Yeah, you 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 meet in the middle. You don't go high. You don't go low. I, I you, would you, offer you, him eight and a half. Yeah. I would offer him the same contract I offered Hall. And go, hey, you know what? You got all of you guys, first round pick, whoever it is, Nico, Hall, you, Palmer, you guys run this team moving forward. But, yep. The Good luck, Leafs. <laughs> Especially if you get fucking toasted in the first round. It really sucks, the playoffs, the way the playoffs are set up. It's like, shit. if I'm Tampa Bay... I'm so fucking pissed. Why am I playing Columbus? Columbus is not an eighth place team. Any playoffs should be, if you have the best record, you play the guy that's scrapped to get in the last wild card spot. In any sport. We'll we'll talk about other things in the future about how uh, we can change. Let's see what else. Um, Kapanen? Nah. Uh, He hasn't proven anything to me. He doesn't stand out when I watch them play. Mm-hmm. Jacob Truba would be a nice one. <clears throat> yeah, but isn't he a little bit long in a tooth? No. Tyler Myers is oh, the older one. one. Jacob Truba would be a good one. But uh, I don't know. I could see Tyler Myers taking a cap-friendly hit. We have tons of cap space. We're not going after Panarin. No, I think that's... Nope. He will look at... The Rangers, he'll look at the Islanders, and he'll look at us. Marner, uh, he'll get an offer sheet. Maybe Montreal. Ought to fuck over Toronto. Yeah, or <laughs> Ottawa. Ottawa could definitely throw the fucking huge, you know, where you were like, oh, here's $20 million as a signing bonus. Yeah. But their owner's fucking stupid. He won't do that. He learned his lesson with Bobby Ryan. Do that. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's got the best hair in hockey. Of course. Eric Those Carlson's. of you at home, we're talking about Eric Carlson. Eric Carlson. Um, he's, got, he's, he's either re-signing, going to Vegas, or going somewhere in Florida. That's it. 
Tyler Sagan, Jamie Ben. What happened to that? They're not going anywhere either because wow. they're fucking awesome in that team. <laughs> Jamie Ben's not as good anymore. If you had to pick one of them, Tyler Sagan, obviously. Yeah. But uh, Jamie Ben's not as good. All right. They went after Hall and the Devils. We did. Matthew Shane's a free agent. We don't need him. He's a center. I think. I think he. Yeah, he kicked it up a little notch now. No, he's he's but, doing well right but, now in the playoffs. Yeah. He's I doing, don't know. Like the the whole thing is like you know he was a number one you know trade asset to get, and now it's just like, okay. Like, yeah. It's. I mean, if we need, if look, if we didn't get the first overall pick, where yeah. we're guaranteed to get a number one center, uh-huh. whether it's Kapu or even though he plays wing, he can play center, or Hughes, I would say, all right, maybe, but we have a number one center. I'm not going to pay nine million dollars for a number two center. I'm already paying a guy six million dollars to, to be, be a, a number, number three. three center. Roman Yossi and the Preds. He ain't going anywhere. He's their captain, isn't he? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, he ain't going anywhere. <sighs> Neither is Connor McDavid. No. Even after his little people are reading oh. the tea leaves of uh oh you know, what he said is he wants out. He doesn't want out. He just wants to he wants to be competitive. He wants to he be just in the wants playoffs. To fucking dance. And he wants someone to dance with. And he doesn't have anybody that can dance with him. Because nobody <laughs> on that team, other than fucking Leon Dreisidel, has a hockey IQ. And if you have to put Leon Dreisaitl together with Connor McDavid, mm-hmm. you're hurting the depth of your team. <laughs> because when they're not on the ice, no one is scoring. And I like Ryan Nugent Hopkins. I think Ryan Nugent Hopkins is a very good player. He's probably a second-line center on any other team. But since he's on Edmonton, they moved him to wing this year to try to give him a little push. And guess what? It worked out a little bit. But if I'm him, I'm like... I'm a center. I'm not a winger. Ryan Nugent Hopkins is a guy that I could see them trading to get a defenseman. Andy Green, one for one. I don't. You know what? I think that there are. No, I, I think the one for ones um, are duns and duns. Are are duns and duns? I, I honestly believe. No. That. What was the trading deadline? It was a. There was a one for one. Was there? Yeah. Who the fuck was it? It was a big one, too. But, yeah, one for ones. I can't see who, like, a defenseman. Well, we don't have anybody that we could give Edmonton. <clears throat> they don't even have a GM. Yes, they do. They, they don't have a GM. Game. They don't have a coach. <laughs> um, L.A. doesn't have a coach. Yeah, after. Uh... Who else doesn't have a coach? Uh, Ottawa doesn't have a coach now. And if fucking get if Tampa Bay gets swept, they might not have a coach. Well, I don't think they they'd fire him. Honestly, I, I don't. You know, you know why they're shitting the bed right now? Who it, Tampa? Yeah, because well, because they they busted their their they're not yeah early. It's no, it, it was like they played the regular season on easy in NHL. Oh, and it's like one of those, the way you practice is the way you play. And then the playoffs, right. And then the playoffs are coming and everybody kind of ratcheted up a little bit. And they didn't. They're, they're still looking for the light switch in the dark. (laughs) Their ratchet is what they should have played with all year. They're still trying to use their cheap little NHL. Let me try to tuck the puck in the post. And now everybody knows what they're doing. (laughs) Oh boy. 
Oh, boy. Oh, that was only uh hour and a half. Hour and a half. Not bad. But we didn't talk about wrestling, so you add wrestling and there's another half hour. <laughs> but that's okay. That's for next week, folks. Next week. Next week. Well, good luck to uh, the teams in the playoffs. Yes. We, we can definitely talk about y'all next week. Yeah. When, you know, when half of you are probably gone. I hope, insert your team here, continues to win <laughs> uh, whatever that team may be. Did you beat the shit out of your couch when you saw that you we got the number one pick again? Well, my, my wife and my daughter were sleeping, but I kind of did that silent, like, like, I, like I looked like Kofi winning the title. You squealed? Yeah. I looked like <laughs> Kofi winning the title after, like, if you turn the sound off. Yeah. Uh, it was loud, by the way, not to talk about wrestling. That was loud, yeah. That was Hogan. Yeah. Kofi. Paul Heyman coming down the ramp. Mm-hmm. That was the loudest pops of the night. Oh, and your ankle or your heel. <laughs> yeah, my ankle break. <laughs> my, my heel breaking was a big You pop. played heel that night. But I'm bump. But I'm bump. High Sticks and Silver Kicks podcast, folks. Your home for the perfect blend of professional hockey and wrestling from your pals, Robin Dave, HSSKPod.com. We are on Player FM, Spotify, Google Play, of course, iTunes, and Podbean. HSKPod.com. We are both on Twitter and Facebook. HSKPod. True. Oh, it's damn true. Woo! Um, congratulations to our Devils. You've, yeah. you've once again got the number one pick to move your franchise forward. And I pray to the hockey gods that this is the last time in a good while we are good not while. talking about this. Unless there's like another Connor McDavid coming, and then I'm okay with tanking. I mean, rebuilding. <laughs> Or tonking. No, Taylor, we want to keep you and trade you <laughs> to the worst team, like a video game, so that we can get the first pick. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So I'm not going to lie. I In NHL, yes. before I knew we'd win the draft, yes. I traded to get the first overall pick because I knew I wasn't going to finish fucking last to get the first pick in NHL. Yes. And I drafted Kapukaku. And he played with Taylor Hall and Nico. And how'd he do? Or how's he doing so far? He's not good in the game. So it it takes time for him to get better. But I did wonderful on the second line. Put him on the the fourth line. Let him him sow his oats. I know. He's a good penalty killer in my game. All right, folks. Thank you for listening. Yes. Tell your friends. Tell your grandmother. If you're a Devil fan, post it on those chat boards where we talk about Call, call Ray Shiro. Tell him Dave's available. I'm totally available. Unless it floods, then I have to go somewhere else. But Have any last words for the folks out there in podcast land? Jack Hughes. Toodles. <laughs>